Star Wars 7x7, episode 259 today. More movies, less Jar Jar. Punch it, Chewie. It's rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedi. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week. Join Alan Voivod for today's Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm Alan Voivod here with you, and we are kicking off with a fun fact brought to you by March Madness. You're sweating. Relax. Actually, Obi-Wan, it's you who should be sweating because you're defending your title in This Is Madness, which is Star Wars' answer to March Madness. It's the character competition where you get to vote on who you think is cooler in a bunch of different categories, scoundrels and Sith, Republican, Jedi, and on and on it goes. Go to StarWars.com slash this-is-madness dash and vote on your favorites. Uh, they were on the Rule of 32 as we were recording this yesterday, which was March 19th, or we're releasing on March 20th. And Obi-Wan was the champion in 2014, so he is trying to defend his title. Yoda, if you're interested, was the uh, winner in 2013, and so far he is still surviving in his bracket. So, gooder for you, Yoda. <laughs> Keep it up. All right, let's see what we've got going on in life on Tweetween. I don't like sand. <laughs> this is a great one. This is from So Geekin Awesome. <laughs> Geekin, uh, without the G at the end, uh, awesome on Twitter. Posted a picture of R2D2 drawn in coffee. Wow, you've got to see the picture of this at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. This is pretty radical. Uh, yeah, got to let the coffee with Kenobi folks <laughs> know about this if they haven't heard about it yet. All right, let's see what we have in the swag bag today before we get to this episode's force feature. Looky, looky, Semitite. Okay, I'm a Rebels guy more than anything else, although I do appreciate an Imperial uniform, but... I gotta say, like I'm, I wouldn't necessarily wear uh, the Darth Vader or the Stormtrooper stuff, but these ones really kind of push me over the edge. These are Imperial chronometers, which is a fancy way of saying watches, but they are fancy watches in Darth Vader and Stormtrooper styles, and they look really darn classy. I mean, the whole swag bag purpose is to find really awesome stuff for you, and I think we've got something pretty remarkable at the blog post for the show's episode. You can check out uh, photos and. And click through to find out more details and pick one up for yourself if you like. And with that, we are going to dive into our Force feature. Well, we delayed this one a couple of days, but uh, hopefully it will be worth the wait. And it is part of our ongoing series about if there was one thing that you would change about any or all of the Star Wars movies, what would it be? And as per usual, we are not counting special edition changes because you could, you know, waste your <laughs> waste your thing on a special edition change and, you know, we know how much good that will do, so forget it. Just go with something else. And this time we reached out to one of our patrons, Jim Feely, and he is a, a patron of the podcast and you can learn more about being a patron of the podcast at uh, patreon.com slash sw U7X7. So we asked Jim what his thoughts were, and he said uh, basically 
His main thing was that he would like more Star Wars movies because we've only had six in 36 years, which, I mean, <laughs> can't fault you for that one, Jim. And he also mentioned, you know, maybe that's why people like Star Wars so much because we've only gotten, you know, six of them in so long, whereas we've gotten, you know, a couple dozen James Bond movies over nearly the same, actually a longer stretch of time, quite honestly. And yeah, I agree with you, Jim. I think that uh, part of the reason why we all like it so much is because <laughs> there's been so little from the movie perspective to get that we're just dying for it. We're gasping for it like we're our last breath of air. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know, it is it is pitched. You know, Lucas has said that it's a kid's movie, that the Star Wars movies are kid's movies, and they kind of are. Like, I mean, they're sophisticated kid's movies, I would say, whereas the James Bond movies, not so much. So you know, they don't appeal in the same way. And, you know, it's a more valuable franchise as a result, Star Wars franchise is. So good on him. And the other thing that Jim said also is that he would like to have seen less Jar Jar. And, <laughs> you know, I guess, yeah, I was thinking about this too when he said it. And we got a lot of Jar Jar in Phantom Menace. And um, even though Jar Jar made the egregious step of voting Palpatine his uh, emergency powers, which I do feel was not uh, not a, a, a small coincidence on the part of George Lucas. I feel like that one was specifically designed as a as some sort of gesture to the fans and not necessarily a happy one. <laughs> um, but we got less of Jar Jar in Attack of the Clones and less of Jar Jar in Revenge of the Sith. So uh, I guess we got our wish. And uh, <laughs> the odds makers, thankfully, are saying that the chances that we see Jar Jar Binks in the new movie are very, very small, infinitesimal, you might say, and gosh, uh, from their lips to God's ears, as far as I'm concerned. So just want to say, Jim, thank you so much for being a patron of the show, and also thank you for your feedback on this question. I really appreciate it. And as for the rest of the listeners, I'd love to hear from you. What is the one thing you would change about any or all of the Star Wars movies. Chime into the comments for this blog post at SW7X7.com or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SW7X7. Hey, Rebel Rousers. Did you know the average American eats 600 calories of snack food a day? We'd love to snack, whether it's just for a treat or we're too busy to cook or we're just plain hungry right now. The nice people at NatureBox have a plan to make us all smarter snackers with tasty, nutritionist-approved snack boxes sent right to your home or office. Go to SW7X7.com slash NatureBox to sample their snack selections and use code SPECIAL25 to take $5 off your first order. One more time, that's SW7X7.com slash NatureBox. Hey, let's not forget about that trivia. Dangerous and disturbing this puzzle is. Last time we asked you what were C-3PO's first words of greeting to Jabba the Hutt, and that was good morning. Today's question. We know that Red Squadron and Gold Squadron were involved in the attack on the first Death Star, but they weren't the only squadrons. What were the other ones? Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of Star Wars 7x7. If you like nice men, leave me a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It makes a huge difference in the life of a brand new podcast and helps me get in front of more awesome people like you. And don't forget to go to SW7X7.com for show notes and swag, plus our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed. I am not a committee. I am Destiny Unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!